Just look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes. Ooh. All waiting to be won on Score North's... Pick your prize! Behind door number one is a $10,000 gift card to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters for shows, concerts, food, and beverage. Ooh. Door number two has $10,000 in home improvements for your kitchen, bathroom, windows, and more from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Ah. And behind door number three, LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lovanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens. And a fantastic vacation. No surprise zoinks. What you want, you pick. 14 prizes in all, each valued at $10,000. Sign up for Score North's Pick Your Prize. You can register daily through the Score North app or go to scorenorth.com keyword prize. Sweepstakes begins March 18th. Special thanks to our prize partners. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. While losing 4-3 tonight in the shootout against the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. It's Judd. It's Declan. It was a very entertaining hockey game. It was fun to watch. Um, It didn't go the Wilds way, but they got a point. And I would contend they're fortunate to get a point. Uh, But Dex, I want to start here. Because I think we saw tonight... And this is, so, um, since we've done our last show, the Wild lost to St. Louis on Sunday. They, uh, they lost, or they, they lost tonight in a shootout. And they lost on, um, I believe it was Saturday night, if I have my days right, to Buffalo in overtime as well. So they've gotten some points. But here's my issue with tonight's game. As much as I enjoyed watching it as a hockey fan, there's nothing that drives me more nuts. And the Wild did actually rectify this for a portion of the third period. But the Rangers are a very skilled, talented team. Adam Fox is unbelievable on the blue line. Uh, Keandre Miller, same exact thing. Uh, local kid, unbelievable goal tonight. Mm-hmm. They certainly have some talent up front. Um, and tonight what struck me, and I tweeted this after the second period, is when the Wild starts to think that they can play these games with teams like this, Drives me absolutely crazy because of this. They've got Kaprizov, who's a phenomenal talent. They've got Zuccarello, who came back from a two-game absence and is a talent as well. Uh, but when you have, like, the second period, the Eck line, trying to skate with the Rangers, I have one question. What are you doing? You've got to play a heavy game. You've got to play your style. You've got, I mean, I hate to say it as a hockey fan, but you've got to make the game more boring, not mm-hmm. more exciting. And and I really, I mean, Flurry got some uh, good fortune tonight. There were definitely some posts, but I thought he played spectacular as well. And, you know, the Buffalo game and the Rangers game, dude, if you're going to turn these into track meets, you're not going to win. Like the, the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday were a more talented team. Like they've got higher end skill. The Rangers, same exact thing. And so I guess I'm perplexed by, again, it comes back to the identity thing. Why the Wild thinks they have the lines and the defensive pairings to skate with teams like this really confuses me. You want to slow the game down. Kaprizov and Zuccarello can do what they want, and I'm cool with that. They're fun to watch. But, you know, the grief line? There were times tonight where I thought the grief line was trying to play High-speed, up-tempo, skilled hockey. Um, I got news for you, man. You do that, 
there are a lot of teams that you are not as good as. You got to slow this game down. The Wild far too often tonight didn't do that. I liked X game tonight. I thought Ak himself had a better game. Um, but it did feel like they tried to get into a couple mini, couple too many track meets there. I don't know if Zuccarello was happy to be back in New York and was trying to show off a little bit. Obviously, he has the great goal and the great shootout goal too. So I'm not trying to discredit his performance, but his turnover obviously led to the uh, at the what was the first game tying goal to make it two to two. Uh, so that obviously wasn't great. And I mean, when you go up two nothing against this team, or when you get a good lead against the Rangers, you, you got to walk away with two points. I know, I know they get the point, and they have a hell of a penalty kill at the end of the um, overtime period before the shootout where they eventually fall. But yeah, I just thought they they didn't play their game tonight. They got to a nice start. They were able to build a lead. Flurry, yeah, was fine tonight. Um, ballsy decision to go for the poke check there on Panarin. I don't know yeah. if I agree with well, that. He, but... I thought he played a great game outside yeah. of the shootout. I thought I thought he was really, really good. And, yeah, and I... got some breaks, got some posts. Yep, yeah, he got some breaks, got some posts. I mean, the Rangers also missed numerous opportunities. The one from Tro, uh, Trocek early that he should have tipped were, in nine out of ten times. There were two um, from Trocek at least that were he Yeah, missed. Fox had a big game. I mean, I, I personally, as a as you kind of said at the top, as a hockey fan, I honestly, I love watching the Rangers. I mean, Mika yes. and Panarin and Fox and obviously Igor. It's really cool here in MSG chanting his name <laughs> during the shootout and stuff, but but yeah, I just thought the Wild kind of got away from their uh, identity, if you will, and and it cost them a point. Yeah, the um the odd man rushes that the Rangers got, especially in the second period, and I got to look at my notes here. So in the second period of this game, Declan Goff, the Rangers outshot the Wild twenty one to ten, and the odd man opportunities. And again, it's um it's a fun game to watch, but you are not good enough to do that. I just I don't know when they're going to realize because there are stretches where they play what they should play. Like there's, there are stretches we've seen it where the wild plays the style that they should play, but then it's like this temptation to get in a track meets. And it's like, you guys can't do that. You're not you uh, Zuccarello and Kaprizov probably can. Okay. I mean, Matt Zuccarello and Kaprizov are talented enough to do things that most hu- human beings can't do on skates. And I applaud that. That's cool. That's fine. But you know, from the second line down, um, there are things where you have to pay attention to detail, where you've got to muck things up. Louis said it in the third period, and he was right, but it was also an indictment of the second period. You know, the Wild got so sloppy in the neutral zone, and that's not acceptable. Like, this is this team has to decide, do you want to have games in which you just consider yourself to be good and skate with teams, or do you want to play a style to go back to the games that we have talked about when we have applauded them the most? which are playoff-style games, but those games aren't necessarily pretty. Like, you are not going to maximize your points by trying to play pretty. You're going to maximize your points by trying to play as hard and heavy of of a game. Not a goon game, but I'm talking about hitting guys consistently. I'm talking about taking the man. I'm talking about, you know, that first goal, Miller, and it's a gorgeous goal, but what is Boldy doing? You know, he loses that, that puck. Um... I believe the defenseman was pinched in. So Johnny Merrill, I think, is the one guy back. He got no chance. Yeah, I know that was You know, it's hopeless. And so that's the thing about it. If you want to go, especially two decks on the road, like you're on the road, to get your two points, you've got to, A, work your ass off, and B, it's got to come through a certain style of, of play. And the Buffalo game, and this game in particular, I don't think it's fair to flurry to basically go, okay, dude, you know what? We are going to play Edmonton Oilers 1986. 
and you're Grant Fear. Uh, cause he makes, you know, he makes these unbelievable saves and he's what 37, 38, certainly not a young man. Um, but that's, if this is what you're going to do, you're not a playoff team. Like you'll, you'll make it probably, but you're, that's not a style that that's exemplary of a playoff team. And I guess what gets me is from the head coach on down, most of these guys know that. Mm-hmm. I think, um, no, looking back at the lightning game from, I believe that was last Wednesday or Thursday. I forget which one it was where, I mean, they, the wild played their game. They ground one of the best offenses in the league and yep. they're all over them for, for three periods. They scored five goals, the fifth being an empty netter, but they were all over Tampa Bay. And that wasn't because they were going in a track meet against Tampa Bay. Cause if you're going against track meet against Tampa with the wilds personnel, you're going to lose the majority of the times um, where these last other games, just, yeah, it just feels like, I mean, they've gotten some points out of it, so it's not completely for nothing. But at the same time, tonight, I think that it's just a loss of you, you were up big on the road against another really good team and only walk with one obviously feels like, you know, you, you left one on the board there, if you will. And and I saw a comment here from our from it was Logan here and says Matt Boldy has been turning the puck over like crazy. Probably needs to sit a game. I don't believe sitting in the game is an issue, but now just one goal now in 12 games last 12 games. I mean, we talked about Fiala being a very streaky player and he certainly is. And he's having a great year at the Kings, but yep. Boldy too. I mean, Bo- Boldy has games where he is, he just looks miserable. And I don't know Judd, if this is uh, maybe him overcompensating for the fact of he doesn't have the dynamic playmaker, like Kevin Fiala setting him up and vice versa, but there are stretches. Now I've, this is the second of a stretch this season where over a sample size of six to 10 games, he does not look very well. He does not look like he's playing a good game. Um, He's been sloppy with the puck to Logan's point here. Again, I don't believe in sitting him. That's not what I'm trying to say, Mm -hmm. but he has certainly, he misses Kevin Fiala. Yeah. Now I think the past two games when Zuccarello was out and Baldy played on the first line, I actually liked some parts of, of his game. Um, Tonight, it appeared to me that he was having a hard time adjusting back to playing, and this is on him, so I'm not trying to blame uh, the, the guys he's playing with, his line mates, but it looked to me like he was having a hard time, Dex, adjusting back to playing with Goudreau and Hartman, and I'm not completely shocked. Uh, but yeah, I just, look, we've talked about this for quite some time, and as Dan says here, Boldy needs help. Um I still think if you're Bill Guerin, you've got to be trying to trade if if you take this team seriously, um, which I think Bill does. But if you take this team seriously, I think you've got to be trying to trade still for a top six guy. Uh, because I just I'm I'm a little bit confused about Boldy. Um, but we saw him with Fiala, and when he plays with Kaprizov or he plays on the power play, we see it too. There's some high-end skill there that I don't think is drawn out one iota by playing with Goudreau and Hartman. Now, that's partially on him, too. So I'm not absolving him at all. But if you want to maximize him, I think you need at least one more guy. It could be a center. It could be a wing to pair him with who is more his speed. Because, you know, go back. If you watch the Buffalo game and the Blues game, and he's on that first line, there's definitely a level, and I'm try, not trying to say it's always consistent, uh, but there's a level of his play that you see that's just not capable of being produced with those two. Goudreau and Hartman are their guys. 
They are just guys. And Hartman, I mean, last year now, to me, Declan, is so clearly, fluke's probably not the right word. Not the right word, uh, yeah. But, you know, but last year for, for Ryan Hartman was such a one-off. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I you know, if you want to get the most from Boldy, I think playing him on the line that you're playing him on is not going to do that. And yeah. I don't know, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to just pardon it because, it, you know, he's got to take responsibility. But I also see a guy who's on a line with a couple of guys who are probably grinders. And he's far more at his most than a grinder. And look, I, I see people on the YouTube channel. By the way, hit the subscribe button for Daily Minute. Yeah. So does sports entertainment. Look, Sammy it's Walker, stupid. he played great. Um, a lot of people saying the same thing. Call up Sammy Walker. And there could be a case to be made that you have an internal option there. But um, I, I like Sammy's speed. And Boldy needs a spark, so I'm not opposed to it. But, yeah, I, th- I think it, it takes something more. It's going to take something more than just calling up a guy from Iowa who was a decent college hockey player and is a good – and obviously has a small sample size showed us that he could play a little bit. But he needs a little bit more than that. And, yeah, I think Garen might know that. And, look, he's been a buyer at the deadline big time last year. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something again at this year's trade deadline, but if there's going to be anything that they move pending a significant injury where someone they lose that is really part of their core, it's going to be something to probably help out their offense and they'd be wise to do so. I agree completely. I, you know, tonight's game, a fun game to watch, but uh, at a certain point in time, I had to go get myself. Certainly good for you. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm still sipping uh, my dryish January. This is my ginger ale. This is just, I know it looks like whiskey. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. But you know the you know the place to be to watch th- this game or any Wolves or Wild game or Vikings game that's more fun than, than your house? Park Tavern, St. Louis Park, Louisiana Avenue South. Um, it's a place that has been a staple of the, of the community here in SLP for more than 42 years. It's open 365 days a year. They've got bowling. They've got two bars. And you know what they also have? They have you. They have your back if you have a group. And I don't mean a group of 10. I don't mean a group of, of 15. I mean a party. I mean a fantasy league draft. I mean something big. 40, 50 people. Guess what? Park Tavern has you covered. And right now you're saying, yeah, but Judd, I call them. I still got to do a ton of work. No, you don't. Cheryl and her crew are going to take care of you. It's this simple. Go to parktavern.net, parktavern.net, or call them 952-929-6810, 952 952- 929-6810, parktavern.net. Book your group today. Uh, and you know what? Drop by and say hi, because I'm going to tell you right now, Sports Dad is the official sports bar of Sports Dad, and he is at the end of that bar quite a bit. Do you know what I knew when tonight's game had jumped the proverbial shark, Declan Goff? Hit me. What do you got? Third period. Actually, this was a cool-looking play, but Dean Evison's not looking for cool. <laughs> when Erickson Eck tried to put the puck between his legs, and he hit the post. Yeah, yeah. But okay, can we? I I, I mean, come on, dude. You're, <laughs> no, you're the calling. third. You're the third line guy. You're really. I mean, I admire him. The PK at the end of OT was phenomenal. So I love the guy. Don't hear me. Don't get me wrong here. But Declan, between the legs, Kaprizov move. Yeah. Do you think Dean that. looked at that and thought? Oh, that's awesome. Or what the bleep are you doing? I know uh, our guy, friend of the show, Bill Guerin, mocked me when he said, when he told me straight to my face, well, straight to my face in this podcast, that he has a lot more skill than you think he does in Joel Erickson Eck about over a year ago. And that was true. He does not have that much skill. And I think Bill can also agree with that, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, his his workman-like, look, Louie was praising him up and down the broadcast. And I love having Lou Nanny, also friend of the show. 
uh, on the call. He brings so much insight and so much more things that it's amazing how a guy who has been around the game for as obviously as long as Lou has in so many different capacities can make this make one of the most difficult games to watch that has so many intricacies that go right over even common people's heads or let alone people who think they're big time hockey fans. And he can explain them in ways that, Oh, I never really thought of it that way. And it really makes a lot of sense. It's, it's an art form of what he does. And Eck has a a lot of good, that PK was huge. He had a, he had a big clear. Um, He does a lot of good things, but the puck between the legs, trying to uh, basically get on sports center is not uh, the best recipe for Joel Eric's next game. And if he wants to get on sports center, it's probably the only way he gets on sports center because that's, that's the NHL these days and for his own sake. But yeah, I would avoid that. Worry about the sticks and the lanes, doing all that dirty work, cleaning up those loose pucks in front of the net. Then we can talk. But yeah, I would, I would not advise to him playing a little Capri soft game. All right. Second gripe here. Um, and I, I saw, saw this in the blues game that, you know, the wild got shut out somehow. It got a ton of shots. What attempts like a, I think a season high 82 attempts on goal or, or shots. Attempt, and he, yeah. Huso was outstanding for the blues, but for the second consecutive game, I saw at least one, if not more turnovers by Matt Dumba. Yeah. You got it. Can, can it, this man. get, can this please get cleaned up a little bit? Um, I feel like Brodeen at times who I love, but I feel like Brodeen is bringing the puck out himself now just to, to be like, we got to get the, this puck out. But there was another, you know, Dumba, just these irresponsible, throw it up the middle. They get, picked off at the blue line and they get chances um i understand that the wild probably eventually would like to trade him he is not going to sit but all of that being said those are the type of things that will absolutely derail you and kill you and again i'm going to go back to i don't think it's fair to flurry to basically rely on him like he you know save 40 shots save all these tough shots um I think he's played great, and I think the support he's last, well, for him, the Buffalo game and this game, and the Buffalo game he took responsibility for, which was stupid. It was not his fault. Um, But you, you know, be smart with the puck, dude. Matt Dumba throwing the puck out of the zone and getting picked off is a recipe for a disaster. I don't know if they'll trade Dumba at the deadline. Um, The team's still playing well enough where – they'd have to be probably blown away to get the offer they'd like to give uh, or to get the right offer to, to bring in here. But you're, you're watching the final days of Dumba in a wild uniform. I mean, I this is the final him. season. I think they, they trade him. They could. I think Fa- Faber, I think once the Gophers season is done, I'm pretty sure he can step in. But they can't. He's not eligible for playoffs, right? Because of the new rule. Because of the no, rule of the Caprice. I think the rule is, um, no, I think, I think he is actually. I'll have to look that up, but I think he can play. Okay. Um, but all but all of that being said, it's just like you're playing with Brodeen, who's among the most responsible, just fantastic. I mean, Brodeen and Spurgeon do the little things so well. They just do the little things so their attention to detail is phenomenal. And then to see Dumba just irresponsibly try to make a dumb pass. It, it drives me crazy because again, mm-hmm. this team isn't good enough to do that. Like it's you're not aside from two players, you don't have enough high flying talent to be like, oh, we just gave up a bad goal, but we'll get that one back. And and we're gonna see that more. You know, when this team scores multiple goals per game, when this team plays well, um, this team is doing the little things right. They're taking the body, 
They're forechecking. And tonight again in the Buffalo game, we saw far that like it's like the Wilds, like, oh, track me, let's go. It's like, no, you're not gonna do that. And when you're throwing pucks out of the zone and you're doing it up the middle of the ice and it's getting picked off at the blue line, I mean, that is literally a recipe for losing games. Absolutely. Yeah. They just gotta be cleaner, man. They gotta be cleaner and and not be throwing pucks away and just playing their heavier style and it'll it'll translate to more wins. I mean, I know that they've gotten a couple points here, but they would obviously would like to certainly have more of the winning ways that they showed last week against Tampa Bay and the winning ways that they've been playing for almost the last two months here, but, and they got a tough stretch. They're on the road a lot. So it, it's, it's going to be tough to pick up all these points, but you don't want to keep leaving points on the board like they have been. Last thing, the too many men call an OT. What was Dean upset about? The yeah, player, I, I couldn't see who that was. He stopped. And why uh, do you stop? Was it Goudreau? I, I, yeah, I it was, tell. It, it was, it was too many men. It was, it was far. It would, there was no debate. I didn't, you can't, stop. You, know, you can't see it on the TV broadcast because they were obviously moving the camera, but yeah, he never, he never got off. And that's what Louis, I mean, you gotta yeah, get Louis in, you gotta right. get out. You, you, and, and look, I, I, I love the Dean expletives. I love the camera facing on him because it's, it's gold every single time. But, it looks like he's constipated, but Dean, yes. um, <laughs> Dean Dean had no right to be upset about it. It was it was a it was the right call, unfortunately. And luckily, the Wild were able to kill it off, but still weren't able to get get the two. Exactly right. All right. Last thing is, I do want to uh, talk talk about my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. I don't know if you have the ability to throw Actually, up the pictures. I have the old one. Remember this guy? Oh, I remember this guy. Okay, the guy on the left. The guy on the left. That is Judd before Livia. The guy on the right. That is Judd after down. Uh, 40 pounds, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's a new year, and you might be thinking, you know what? Those pictures look good, and if Judd Zolgat, if Sports Dad can lose the weight, I can too. And for a new year, I want a new me, and I'm going to tell you right now, the Livia program, number one, it works. Number two, it's simple. And number three, it's not just about the immediate weight loss, because this isn't a diet. It's a weight control center, which means it is a plan that's going to help you with their dietitians keep the weight off. And right now you're saying, okay, I'm intrigued, Judd, but what's the price? You get right now with the Judd offer, the Sports Dad offer. If you call them and probably say Judd, because say Sports Dad, they they might say who? But if you say, I want the Judd offer, 50% off the program. That's exactly right. 50% off the program right now available to you. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Livia.com. That is how the weight loss starts. It'll be a new you, and the best part is you're going to keep the weight off. Hit the subscribe button for uh, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment right here. This is Judd's Hockey Show. Thank you to Livia. Thank you to Park Tavern. Go check them out. Helps us out, too, at Score North when you mention those sponsor names, of course. Uh, we'll be back later this week. A lot of road games for the Minnesota Wild coming up, so probably some post-game editions and even some day-after editions, if you will, of Judd's Hockey Show. We'll be talking at you soon.